Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. Minister for Sports says Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate-range missile over Brisbane's new bike-hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashford? Like, at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome to Unpacking Brisbane. Uh, I'm joined today by Henry, my co-host. It's a show where we unpack the suburbs of Brisbane. Today we're doing Everton Park. And Henry, i got one word for you, mate. Queenslander. Joe <laughs> Patrick Dwyer. <laughs> Friend, brother, and resident of God's own country. The, the place that Queen Elizabeth of Netflix's The Crown fame yep. said, name it after me. Yeah. Name it after me. Claire Whose land Foy, is it? It's my winning, land, bitch. After winning it's that Emmy. my land. Goes, uh, gee, guys, what's the best state in Australia? Could we, could we lock that one up? Could we get my name in there? Which state has a winning mentality? Which yeah. state never takes no for an answer? Yeah. Which state eats... People from New South Wales, which state eats them like raw chicken and doesn't get sick? Which state's that? Oh, Claire Foy of Netflix is the crown. That'd be this huge one up the top in the east. I'll take that one. I'll take that one. Uh, needless needless that one. to say, Henry, we are not a rugby league show, but as a Brisbane show, Suncorp Stadium was alive last night. The state of origin. Um, if you're, an, if you're somehow an extraordinary anti-rugby league, anti-Queensland, anti-origin person, but you love Everton Park, you might want to skip ahead about five minutes. But just briefly indulge us because our third co-host and best friend from Terrace, Paddy Carrigan, got the Wally Lewis medal last night. Now, that, now that's pretty good. It's no, it's no breakfast uh, mornings radio in Townsville in terms of achievements of hosts of this show, but... For our third member, Paddy Carrigan, to play that well. Oh, mate. Mate, hate. And if you'll indulge me for a second here on mm. Pakistanis, and we don't want to go too far down memory lane, but when Joe, myself, and Patrick Carrigan, recipient of the Wally Lewis medal, <laughs> the originals, when the three of us the were in our... Tr- the big three. When the big three were hanging out in the big tree, which is where our treehouse was, seven, eight years old. Yeah. We... Yeah. we, we, we it was always a bit of a competition between the three of us yeah. as we sat there sucking down Fanta, hiding from our parents when they'd come to pick up Patrick and Joe from my house. We'd hide in that treehouse and we'd sort of say to each other, who do you reckon's going to play Origin one day? And Patrick, yeah. humble, would always say, I reckon it could be you, Bretzi. I reckon yeah. I could see you. And I'd go, nah, nah, Joey, maybe. And we'd all kind of tease each other. Yeah. But I think deep down even then, we knew that Pat had something special, our oldest and best friend. And yeah. that was before Terrace. That was in the treehouse. That was in the, with, when the big three were in the big tree. We were already saying, I think this guy, this phenomenal freaking god of a guy, this specimen. could have something about him. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking the same, Hen, because, you know, when the three of us were playing past the parcel, which we'd often the just... The big three. Just the big three playing past the parcel... Um, and not that bullshit version of Pass the Parcel where there's a Freddo uh, under every layer. It was the last one. No. When, we were playing, when, we were play- 
<laughs> and Paddy picked up You're the gun kids. and said, you know what? I'm not going to shoot you fellas. Obviously, we're best friends and have been for years. He goes, Obviously. I'm going to become a gun for Queensland. He saw the gun that our mm. parents inappropriately passed in the parcel. Uh, and I'll tell what you what he, he bloody was. What a game. What a night. I said this to you off mic. When Patrick was at school with us, yeah. and a lot of people call him Paddy, we, we call him Patrick because yeah. growing up, that's what he was. He was never Paddy or Pat. That's sort of yeah. snuck into the vernacular lately. Yeah. When it was the big yeah. three, and, and his, it was, his, you know, when we were... His original last name was originally um, uh, Johnson, but after he got given the gun, we said, oh, Patrick, you're loving carrying a gun. Um, and the name just sort of stuck. Carrigan. Carrigan, yeah, the Patrick Carrigan. Sort of stuck. So when we and we gave him that last name, yeah. uh, which he is now legally <laughs> so, adopted. He owes so, us a little. He owes us when we were riding our bikes around with a uh, demented <laughs> alien in the basket of our bike, and which sometimes <laughs> would lead it to fly, uh, solving mysteries of all sorts. Uh, the three of us running around fighting yeah. demogorgons. You know what kids do on well, their you bikes. Know, when, when the three of us uh, walked down the railway tracks to go see a dead body mm, in the 1950s body. Yeah. America, and we got into. A and I think, um, from memory, we checked the wallet of that dead body and the license said new south fucking wales <laughs> yeah, we, we checked the bloody the corpse it's lifeless Cleary, oh, initial n this guy's <laughs> dead this guy's been oh. missing for fucking three series he's just not up to living <laughs> he just can't get it done nathan cleary by the way we'll get back to patrick Carrick. Mm. nathan cleary not a friend you are the most <laughs> over you are the most overrated person in the game I agree. And maybe on the but earth. And you know, the only thing you've got going for you is a chin the size of Tasmania. It's very impressive. It's very impressive. And we love that chin. This Cleary, is nothing against the chin. Cleary it is got, against you as a player. He's got the exact same tone. Um, I think it particularly happens early uni when you make uni friends and sometimes they're telling you about their friends from high school or like the other friend they have. And, oh, he's the funniest guy in the world, mate. Mm. You're going to love him. He's the loosest unit. Oh, you guys are going to get along so well. You're going to, you know, get along like a house on fire. And you just meet the most fucking generic dropkick loser. Oh, and you're oh, just his like... Dad, his dad's... He, he plays with his dad. His yeah, dad's yeah. The coach. I, I play with my dad. You know that doesn't that doesn't make me a candidate for greatest halfback of all time. You know what? I, you know what I want to say, mate. Hmm? You know what I want to say. Ivan Cleary is my least favourite notable Australian with the name Ivan. <laughs> no exceptions. Yeah. If if you judge Australians named Ivan by achieving what they set out to do. <laughs> Ivan Cleary's low on the list and another Ivan is a little higher. Not judging what it is they set out to do, but their ability to achieve their goals. Oh, I'd fucking... I'd be... I mean, put I'd, it rather this be way. Malad, I'd rather be Malat every day of the week, mate. <laughs> Here's one. For ages, even until the end, Malat never got intercepted, did he? But the son <laughs> no, of Ivan, no. Nathan, can't even... Ben Hunt got him. Um, mate, as we were saying, Patrick Carrigan, uh, yep. one of the big three, one third of the big three. Yep. He... Growing at Terrace, it was always like, we know he's going to play NRL one day. And it was one of those people where it's like, I reckon he'll be a Bronco one day. How exciting. Mm. He was captaining the Broncos in 2020. Yeah. Then came the next step of maybe one day, just maybe one day, former school captain, Patrick Carrigan, one of the big three, will go on to be an Origin player. Not only has he then got to Origin mm. by the year of our Lord 2022, He's one man of the series who a medal named after I don't know if you've heard I don't know if you've heard of this guy. 
Um, Wally Lewis? Uh, yeah, the counterpart to Claire Foy's Queen is, of course, Queensland's um, King. Wally the King? Lewis. Yeah. yeah. Immortal, rugby league great, and known adulterer with... You know where? You know where? You know where his new partner is from? Um, Townsville. It all oh, connects. Really? That's great. It all Wait just kind of connects. Uh, Joel Batham, friend of the show, Keenan Pakistani, posted a story saying, uh, Pat Carrigan, first bloke to ever win the <laughs> Wally Lewis medal and have an OP1. Now, Joey, you were no, I, I certain. I, I think I'm wrong. I think I'm I think he got an OP1. I think I'm pretty sure Patty got an OP1. Um, which is a fair observation from Joel Batham. Um, and if you should ever we message worried... Pat and just ask it? Should we just <laughs> yeah. message him as I'm By the way, Pat, be like, celebrating. What OP did you get? <laughs> <laughs> and look, I know people who, you know, listen to our show and may be wary that it will devolve into private school uh, sports-related banter, but asking whether the Wally Lewis player of the series who went to your school got an OP1 <laughs> is about as bad as it gets. <laughs> so, you know, you can't... <laughs> if, that, but, if that's your fear... You'd be dead right. Yeah, if if we were a boggart, um, uh, quickly on origin, you were the win. <laughs> I was, I was at uh, I was quickly at on origin, mate. You were there. I probably can't say I've ever, I can't say I've ever lusted to be on Caxton yeah. Street uh, more than I have last night. Uh, take us there. How was it in the cold? Yeah, uh, mate, it was, it was unbelievable. It was one of those things where you're screaming so loudly you can't you almost can't hear the crowd because all you're hearing is like the blood rushing through your ears. But watching the replays now, like the crowd was deafening. Um, I loved, uh, this isn't even super origin related, just a funny line. I thought um, I was in line to get a beer. So my dad bought us some tickets and we were sitting in an unlicensed section. So no alcohol because he's sick of people getting up during the match. Like, oh, excuse me, let me get through. So it was the most focused section I've ever sat in. But it meant you went and, like, basically drunk just outside the little bar. Um, and I was there and I was chatting away and I didn't notice that the barkeeper gone, oh, by the way, you know, beer's ready. And this massive bloke behind me goes, you know, taps me on the shoulder, turns me around, hey, mate, do you want a beer? And I thought very cleverly, I was like, mate, I'd love one, thank you. <laughs> And, uh, and then I just kept going with a bit. I'm like, you got one in your jacket there, mate. You're offering me a beer. Yeah, I'd love a beer. love a beer. Big bloke, started getting pretty fed up. Came a point where I was like, if I get king hit before origin starts, this was at like <laughs> 7.20 in the stadium, then we're going to have a drama. But no, and the, the atmosphere was, it was literally indescribable. I felt like, you know, when Dean Boxall was um, celebrating the swimming victory at the Olympics, that was literally how it felt uh, for most of the game. So beautiful feeling it's, and it's, I've never loved this city uh, and the people in it and uh, Queensland more. It's funny that you mention the uh, near King hitting that you had, and we will call it yes. a King hit, not a coward punch on this, on this <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, Whoever branded it, the King hit is definitely in the service of big punch because it sounds because like it's awesome. big punch. Yeah. It's because Wally Lewis did the first one and they're like, he is the King. <laughs> if the, mate, if the, if the jester had done it, It'd be called. It'd the be jest. called the Jester hit. It'd, it'd be just, called the Jester Wallet, so uh, which just doesn't have the same ring. The Jestery Jew. Oh no, I've been <laughs> hit on the head. Uh, funny you mentioned that. Uh, even in the line for drinks before the game had kicked off, there was an anticipation yeah. of violence and brutality because, mate, that was a hark back to the eighties. Oh, I've never mate. seen anything. It was more physical and violent and like coliseum in its nature um, than than bloody. 
MMA. I've seen UFC oh, matches that are less violent. That are softer. It was someone, someone at work was saying battle. that it just it taps into something so primal. As soon as I started seeing punches being thrown, I was screaming and yeah, fucking you know, get him your grubs and whatever. If I was walking down the street and saw a guy throwing some punches, I'd be I'd run away. I'd squeal. I'd be terrified. I'd want absolutely, absolutely. no part of it. Because I was seeing that and I was like, put a jersey on. And uh, and get me out there, but no, Henry. It was it was physical. It was everything. It was it know, was absolutely amazing. Like a normal Saturday night for me. I want to quickly before we move on touch yep. on uh, the just a couple of things. First thing I heard uh, from our colleagues, fellow podcasters, Hello yep. Sport, friends of the show, yes. the boys at Hello Sport. Um, New South Wales have won one out of the last ten deciders. Yeah, not even not even just at Suncorp. They have that's full atrocious shot. decider record. It is a state, and this comes across in every single person you meet from Sydney. Yep, mate. It is a state that can't handle things even slightly not going their way. You I get agree. that in Sydney. Oh, uh, sorry, guys. There's been a small delay on the frittatas, and yeah, we might have yeah. to move you to another table. Uh, this isn't yeah. why I moved here from Crafton. Um, so sorry, guys. Um, Barry's boot camp classes are actually overbooked this morning. You're going to have to go to the F45 instead. You might have to go uh, to the No, no, then. but we, we pay for Barry's for a reason. You know, it's, it's that. This is Surrey Hills and I'm white. <laughs> I'm sorry. Figure it the Surrey. fuck out, man. You know, like, oh, there's going to be a bit I'm of I'm living rain. in a house that one of the housemates' dads bought because he's a plastic <laughs> surgeon. You're going to figure out how to get me in the 715 class, buster. <laughs> Uh, you know, oh, honestly, there's a bit mate, of rain, there's a bit of flooding. And honestly, deal if you're it, from okay, New South... Oh, 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 did oh, it rain a bit everything. this year? We what's better everything? fucking make the whole national media... Oh, oh, oh rained okay. a bit. And then, a month later, oh, it rained again. Here's one. Live somewhere else. Here's one. If you live falls. in New South... Oh, you know, it doesn't go our, upwards. Oh, our premier, our premier is going to light the bridge a different colour. It's all fun and games. It's not fun and games. It's legacy. It's history. It's origin. It's headspace. And if you live in New South Wales, you're an absolute fucking loser. Can I quickly ask you about Andrew Johns yep. and what he said after the game? Yep. And then we'll move on to uh, the other big news. Yeah, then we'll, then we'll talk about the, the premise of this podcast. Yep. I reckon it's a bit of a beat up. Because the whole thing about it was so unprofessional. He's such a bad sport. How dare he be anything but an objective arbiter of yeah, commentary? Yeah, yeah. I mean, really? He's not Howie. He's not Peter Basaltus. He's not meant to be giving this. Uh, no. Like, you get Andrew Johns. You know what well, you're well, freaking like, getting. He's not an avatar of, of objectivity. It's, it's literally like, like someone listens to this show and goes, gee, they're a little bit harsh on Sydney. The, the show's called Unpacking Brisbane. Were you expecting anything remote? Oh, gee, the boys were a little unfair on Melbourne. Yeah, yes, of course. <laughs> and we did do a Sydney episode. Uh, yeah. but, uh, but I take what you say. Yeah. It also like, That's a good point. Yeah, you get Andrew Johns in and he's acting upset. Do we, all I hear from people as someone in the media is media needs to be more authentic. Media needs to be authentic. Mm. I mean, yeah, he was being a bad sport. Yeah, he's being a sore loser. It was pretty authentic. I also think it's just a good example of like, there was three tweets about it and yeah, that, yeah, got, yeah. that was the take. Oh, because if you're anyway, a Fox Sports journalist, you literally just write an article based on what people are tweeting about. It's very funny to see. That, that um, is the entirety yeah. of your job. Anyway, Queensland's awesome. The yeah. cauldron always delivers. Why do we ever write them off at 
Caxton Street. Yep. It's amazing. I wonder if any Reds players went and did a shit in 101 Caxton Street yep. last night, as, as, as happened, happened in 2020. In 2020. Uh, it was just an amazing, amazing, and, amazing night. And to celebrate that, conveniently, the Mangroves, ladies and gentlemen, have a new album out. Our third album, Henry, we put some blood, sweat and tears. You rocked the bass, you sung. I played a bit of guitar, I sung a bit. Hamish sung, Nelson rocked the drums, you know, and a million other instruments. Everyone had a great time. And we produced another 11 songs about Brisbane, a range of pop hits, rock and roll classics, and uh, ballads is how I describe it. The album's called It's the Humidity, and it's out now. Hen, we're very proud of it. Uh, I may be being premature here, and I know when you're in the release period of an album, you're hyperbole sneaks in yeah and we've heard a lot of that in the last 24 hours best origin game ever etc uh i am gonna say and i can only be honest about how i'm feeling right now as andrew johns was i have to be honest i think it's the best one of the three i think it's the best i agree i think 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 it's our best album I think this is our best album yet, and I cannot wait to hear what the Unpakistanis think. So listen now to It's the Humidity. Tell us what songs you like. Tell us what songs you don't like. Um, and we've got a massive, massive gig brewing to celebrate the album release. So I, I can't wait, Henry. We'll talk about that soon. Yeah, honestly, pause this. Go listen to the album. It's about 40 minutes and yeah. 11 songs. It's, it's really great. I, and I think I probably can say this without without as much of a veil of humility mm. because Joe and Hamish wrote the songs. Nelson uh, does so much with the orchestration and instrument instrumentalization, I suppose, of the songs. I, I you know, I play the bass and, and yell a bit, but I, I think but that's where the as magic the, is, brother. It's a little bit of magic, but I think without being as involved in the songs themselves, I can say not without needing to be humble here, the three of them have done a bang up job these songs deserve to be heard they are so good they will be it but i think every single one of them will get stuck in your head i think it's the funniest album as well mm. i genuinely think it is actually the funniest mangroves album so far and the catchiest and also if you're listening as a parent no swearing yes, not a single yes. swear word on the album so chuck it on which also That's when you take it when you're taking the kids to underwater hockey polo also, this week. i noted henry like, we've maybe said an F-word so far. This is currently tracking as a relatively swear-free episode. You don't we, need to swear been, when you You don't need to swear to be funny. Yeah. You don't need to swear to be funny um, and you don't need to swear to win. You actually, I don't think any of those origin players... Um, you actually don't need to swear, guys. Um, so maybe let's cut the swearing. I as Patrick Carrigan once said to us in the treehouse, to the big three, he said, swearing ain't caring. And I said, yeah. Patrick, you're going to win the Wally Lewis Patrick, medal you're one dead day. right. And we don't need to swear, Henry. But what we do need to do is unpack Everton Park. Beautiful Northside suburb. Fuck yeah. Uh, Damn it. Bloody awesome place. Oh, no, no, no. Um, but let's dive in with the traditional unpacking of the Wikipedia in the Wikipedia wig out. Um, but I just want to say at the outset, Henry, I think Everton Park is a, a hidden jewel of the Northside. I think we're going to get some insights that suggests to me that you maybe don't value it as much because you probably don't know it as much. I am excited to find out. Let's wig out. Let's do it. Righto, the talented Mr. Brett. Can you guess the population of Everton Park? 8,000. Yep, 
pretty close. 8,862. Uh, big suburb. Big, big suburb. Mm. And rightfully, beautiful place to live. I'm happy with that because I yep. was only, I was 9,000 off. Yeah, you were embarrassingly last week. off with Tarragindi. Uh, but that's all right, Hen. What have you got for me about Everton Park? Well, first cab off the rank, buddy boy, is yeah. that Everton Park is about eight kilometres north of the Brisbane CBD. So a little bit away from the hustle and bustle. I think that's a good distance. Yes. Uh, someone who's done the drive, I reckon, you, you know, 15 minutes on a good day. Probably, it is predominantly residential. It is the suburbs. It is predominantly residential with more than a quarter yeah. of the population residing in semi-detached and higher density dwellings. What is a semi-detached dwelling? Because my head yeah. thinks about like a house sort of hanging off the stilts. And I'm yeah, sure that's you know incorrect. how in a series of unfortunate events, there's that creepy <laughs> house built on the cliffside that always oh. seems to be at risk of falling off. That's a semi-detached yep. dwelling. That that's all you know. What's her name again? Oh, Aunt Marge or something. Well, that's Harry. Yeah, Potter. I mean that's Harry um, Potter, but I mean close enough. I was going to say Aunt Petunia, but also Harry Potter. Count Olaf, bro, yeah. was a nifty prick. Oh, mate. And I, Count- and I don't say that lightly. You got it. Like, you can't help but admire his efforts. He wanted that money so much. You've got to wonder whether the amount of money that he expended on all his stupid disguises and tricks and buying up property <laughs> and stuff, whether he, if he just saved. It's like how, um, like sometimes before I'm like starting a new job or before something's big, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I can buy a new pair of RMs or I'll buy a new suit because it's actually worthwhile because I'm making the money. And it's like, you'd almost be better off just not doing anything and mm. sitting on your cash, Count Olaf, okay? He almost would have been buy better. a car? Did he have to buy a car to do the Mate, thing? He had, he, he had a wooden leg. <laughs> How much did that cost? How much is does healthcare bills must cost? Be cra- oh, maybe you know what? Maybe he wanted the kids' money because the healthcare bills were too high, and so no, ultimately, it was a fake, ho- it, mate, it was a fake. Oh, it was a fake. Oh. No, I don't know it. my. I don't know my 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 life's been a series of very fortunate events. So unfortunately, what do you? It never really your life has been a series of because everyone's it's lives strange. are either fortunate or unfortunate. And I'll tell you this, Count Olaf, if he just acted like a genuine father figure to these kids, he probably oh. would have got the money. And not only would he have got the money, they would have given him some. Like yeah, some would have freakishly three... intelligent kids. He'd be like, oh, um, guys, I need to invent um, oh. uh, like better hair. And Violet right. would put her hair up in a bun and, and get the job done. You know? Up she goes. He, would have been, he could have been going <laughs> to Manly Winham Manly Seagulls games with Klaus. Was that one of the kids? That was that was the boy. He could have been Klaus, he could have been he could have been eating hot chips with Klaus, but instead yeah. he plotted to kill them. And that's and the in, message, and that's, guys. And that's don't boys, let semi-detached. weird men with goatees try to yep. kill you. Yep. Uh, a semi-detached house, though, Hen. Um, I think uh, a townhouse is what they are. Sounds they're good. not apart. They're not apartments. They're not uh, freestanding blocks of land. They're townhouses. Indeed, mate. Where does the suburb get its name from? Um, it will shock absolutely bloody no one that a suburb with a name like Everton Park has an English influence. It takes its name from the Everton Park Estates subdivision in Brisbane. Everton was the name of the residence of pioneer settlers, uh, the McDowell brothers, I think. And it was named after Everton, a suburb of Liverpool, England. Now, I've never heard the phrase Everton and thought, oh, that might be Turkish. You know, oh, oh, no. the, oh I might have heard that from Korea. You know, very clearly English. 
put it this way there's no wombat song that says i'm back in Islamabad and everything feels the same. I don't know. That, I like that ain't on Jack. That ain't on the like Jack Hardy though. playlist. No man, that is that is not on a Jack Hardy T-shirt. No, they wouldn't do that on like a version because it's not the most basic thing in the world. Oh, mate. mate, the wombat's doing. Where the wombat's? Up what that what should we do? Oh, running up oh, that oh, hill. You oh, fucking oh, flogs. You fucking. If Nova's playing it as its number one song, think twice about. I think it actually would have been cooler if they'd played like Stay by Kid Leroy. Like playing an ironically popular pop hit has more guts than what's the biggest song at the moment that's also alternative and English. Let's do it. If you need even if if you need to be catering to that TikTok audience at all, but still cater it for Triple J, do a cover of Wuthering Heights or yep, Army Dreamers. Yeah, do, like, do, do, do a different, different do a different Kate, Kate Bush song. song. I'd rather see an actual fucking wombat perform running up that hill than the wombats. <laughs> I'd rather see like a dopey <laughs> little Honestly. bear Honestly. on its four legs in the in the Australian desert be like running up that hill. Oh, okay. We have very different oh. impressions of how a wombat would sing. <laughs> yours was just yours was like a lower voice. Mine was in like your the, wombat still has the power of speech. Yeah, if there's a movie about a wombat, that is how I imagine he would be voiced. Okay. Whereas mine was more like Australia like, Zoo. Like this was very realistic. <laughs> That'd be a terrible like a version if like fucking <laughs> Bryce and Ebony sitting there being like, okay, and uh, this is uh, Wilfred the wombat. Take it away. <laughs> oh, dope. Oh, what Wilfred, take man, on, that's so good. What a great that's... take on Pond. Uh, 1890s brother take me there i'd love to man nothing would make me happier in the 1890s the town of bunyaville you're right was located north of south pine road in the present day suburbs of everton hills and everton park until 1891 it was known as kedron after kedron brook which flows through the area so this is a bit interesting mate until 1891 which i'll admit isn't that recent the place everton park used to be kedron so I'm going to blow your mind Whatever. further, Henry. Um, Do with that I was what talking, you will. I was talking to a, a, one of my colleagues today who owns some property in Everton Park, but it used to be Stafford. So she bought, oh, you beauty, Queenslander and Stafford, good stuff. Then I assume you get a letter in the mail one day and says, oh, sorry, you've been redistricted. So Everton Park seemingly has a bit of an identity crisis because it's got Everton Hills bearing down on it. So if you build a hill in your backyard, the suburb inspector is going to come by and say, hey, brother, we're going to, you're Everton Hills now. You know, you think you're in Stafford, bang, you're in Everton mm. Park. You think, oh, great, I'm a Kedron resident, bang, you're in Everton Park. It's bizarre. So I, don't want to, I don't want to say it bears any shades of the, you know, Israel-Palestine crisis, but there are suburbs that bear less shades of it, you know? In its, in its own way, most things bear some relevance to That's the... Right. Most dichotomies, like in some ways, Queensland versus New South Wales, you know. Well, you, you, make, you make a great point. When there are two sides I was going to say... It, <laughs> like, it, yeah. it could be less yeah. like Israel-Palestine, you know. 2D shapes, mate. That's oh, a yeah, absolutely. A square. Two sides. No, they have four sides. Sorry. A story. Two sides to every story. Yep, I will say this. Israel-Palestine, the original state of origin. <laughs> that, is, that is very true. And Except and- if, if Queensland or New South Wales, whoever won in the game last night gets Sydney. Or we should say, no, Brisbane. 
Yeah, well, no, it's more like whoever wins, a separate colonial power comes in and says, well done, Queensland. Now you can have Victoria or something like that. Henry and and I betraying a fascinating lack Mm. of understanding on this issue. I mean, listen, who gets, who does get it? Who does get it? Anyone? Mate, if they did get it, it'd be anyone. But, But yes, so Everton Park, there's something very funny to me about, great, I bought in this suburb. And admittedly, I like Everton Park just as much as Stafford. I don't think you'd lose or gain all that much. But it's very funny if someone just knocks on your door and goes, oh, by the way, mm. where you thought you live, you don't live. Gotcha. So true. Mm. Can I tell you something? Please. Let's get Italian for a second, you crazy, Bongiorno. freaky bastard. Yeah, Bongiorno. Because I want Bongiorno. to throw a phrase at you. Rome <laughs> wasn't built phrase. in a day. Yeah. We know that. Probably wasn't Rome built wasn't in two built days today. either. Um, but guess what might have been? What? No, I, th- I think it took a while. But something else was. Bunyaville Baptist Church opened on Saturday, 2nd of July, 1932. It was Glorious. on Tim's Road, which is now in Everton Hill. Not a bloke named Tim. T-I-M-M-S. On land donated by Arthur Tim's with some financial assistance from the Newmarket Baptist Church. Gosh, don't, don't the give church, him too much credit, you know. Yeah, gee whiz. The church was built in a day. On Saturday, 4th of June, 1932. 4th of June, mate, it's church day from here on forth. They reckon they built the whole church in a day. And based on some of the Google images I've seen on this church, that doesn't surprise me. It looks like they chucked it up in a couple of hours. It's essentially a tent made out of wood. Is it like that scene in Game of Thrones where the mountain, sorry, the hound has gone to like work for a little village and it sort of does seem like they're able to build a church in a day? Like, come on, lads, let's pitch oh, in yeah. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Ian McShane. When he's, with, when, he's, when he's with that, yeah, that yeah, cult. Like, yeah, and it's like, all right, if we all pitch in, we'll build a church. Like that, it blows my mind. I struggle to like, you know, eat three square meals in a day, let alone, I mean, no, I don't. I love eating. Wrong, wrong example. You love but eating triangle are, ones though, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, two sides, two sides to every meal. Two sides, two sides. Um, but two sides to every sandwich. It's an isosceles. It's an isosceles. Um, But, you know, to think of building a church in a day, uh, good on them. And for all this talk about a housing crisis, we should look at the Bunnyville Baptist Church. Here's one. Just jump out to Everton Park. Yeah. Whack a house up. Live in that. Uh, It's not that hard. Whack up a couple more houses. Uh, Now, Henry, the Wikipedia doesn't have that much else, but it does go into detail about Everton Park's got a ton of schools. Yeah. So for a pretty small place, four schools. Welcome to Nerdville. Mm. Welcome to Wedgie-topia. Welcome. <laughs> no, but Wedgie-topia implies a world free from wedgies. So it'd be, it'd be the wedge, it? wedge apocalypse. Yeah, surely. I'm because trying to think of other topias. Well, utopia is a world free from you, mate. That's, that's my bloody utopia. Got him. Pretty got good. Him. Pretty good. Got him in one. Pretty bloody good. All in one. Uh, okay. And also... The details are so boring, so I'm not going to go through them. No, but basically, this place goes nuts for bikeways. Yeah. They just talk on, They talk for ages say, about bikeways. So if you like bikes, say, maybe head out there. And I've always been a defender. Um, I think the north side has lovely roads in and out of the city, and I think Everton Park's one of them. Anyway, should we take a tackle of contemporary Everton Park, Henry? What's it like today? I'd love to find out. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Now, you've written here in the planning doc that there was not a lot to say 
But I actually think there is a little bit to say about Everton Park because as I flagged earlier, I think it's a bit of a North Sider secret. Much in the same way that Tarragindi seems to be this pet love of South Siders, I think Everton Park has a bit of that for the North. Joe, it's almost like there's some sort of north-south divide in our city Mm, that could be turned into the subject Mm. of a rock song. We're talking about track five of the new Mangroves album. It's the humidity. Track five. Oh, track five, which is what we were going to call the song. Hamish eventually (laughs) defeated us, but we were like, bro, you got to call this thing track five. Hamish, don't listen to the chorus north side, south side of track five. And he's like, no, guys, I think after TFC brackets, it's all right, which was uh, meant to stand for the Flying Cock in the second album. We thought, let's. Be a, let's be a little clearer with our naming conventions and we were yeah we're just we're just playing it straight down the line this time yeah go listen to that song absolute banger it's mm. going to go off at live gigs we're going to split the audience north south it's going to be awesome uh, but now and pause welcome back from listening to north side south side track yes. five on the new mangroves album it's the humidity well mate you say you've got a bit more to say about this place so yeah I, I, yours. I'm, I'm not going to lead off with the Everton park hotel because i've never been there um, but I think Everton Park quietly has going for it one of the better shopping centres in all of Brisbane. So it's very flash, very new. There's a new Woolies. I reckon it probably opened, I'm going to say about five years ago. And you know how you can step foot into a Woolworths and instantly tell if it's new? Like they've got these cavernous, you're probably, probably not in Townsville, but they've got these cavernous roofs. You know, you can buy the sushi. Like Woolworths has gone from now we've got we've out. got sushi we've got sushi here. Oh, I don't know. Is that just when That's you go like fishing when... and you just eat it like Gollum? You just do it raw. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it yeah. ruins it. It ruins it. it ruins it. No, people it's boiling it. <laughs> people at a Townsville sushi uh, Jack, like they open a sushi Jack, train and they... Jack when you try to put a bit of uh, lettuce in his burger. No, oh, it ruins it. Ruins it. it, ruins it. it. <laughs> Townsville at a sushi train. Townsville at a sushi restaurant, and they see them just like slightly cook. Oh, it ruins it! It ruins it! It's just raw, like barramundi and catfish and shit. What's salmon? Um, But yeah, so it's got one of the, I think, one of the better flash supermarkets. um, You know, probably fresh baked bread on site. But it's also got, Hen, one of the better grills. And that grilled was the site of. I'm not going to say a tr- like a sad story for me, but but one of my more trag dining experiences. So you know how I feel like early in uni, like Thursday night's the big night to go out. Friday night, you'll often do something. But occasionally Saturday, if there's not an 18th, if there's not an event, like, and this is probably just more a comment on my relative lack of social clout uh, still to this day, I'd often find myself in first year uni with just nothing on on Saturday night. And because I like, you know, watching sport and like having a night in, I was like, this is great. But what it meant, because Newmarket Grilled, I thought was too high risk to run into people. And I didn't want to see uh, people to see me having my solo dining experiences at Grilled. So I'd drive probably the extra five, 10 minutes, maybe like a 10 minute drive to Grilled Everton Park, completely empty, sit in Saturday night, 7.30, and just smash a Simply Grilled to myself. I don't think that's sad at all. I like Good. that. Good. I think there's, I think there is now, now a, I never want people to use the phrase a quiet dignity in relation to him. I think it's often, <laughs> it's often phrased for people who aren't necessarily recognized, but I think there was a very quiet dignity to my solo grilled ventures. I thought it was, I think, I think while I appreciate it for that time period in your life, I would be concerned if the Demogorgon burger was on the menu. Yeah. 
or the or the Batman burger at the time because I think while there's a quiet dignity to that, driving 15 minutes out of your way to go and get the Demogorgon burger, if you happen to be caught by someone in Everton Park, yeah. dipping your entire dipping, burger yeah, into yeah. that weird sauce or you standing in grilled Everton Park and saying, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. I think I think that would would taint the experience. Now that's cool, mate. I, I like that. I agree. With, by the way, I agree with you on the Saturday night thing. If there, if particularly that 18th and 21st year, if you didn't have one, you needed to be at, mate. Money in the bank. Take yeah, those. Take that, take that chill. Save take that downtime. Use the time to recharge. You've done the Valley on Thursday. Like you've done pre's in the Valley on Thursday. Generally, just take Saturday to recharge. Often you might recharge. even need to recharge for a Sunday session. You might, you might do a Sunday. You, you might, might be Soho Sunday. Um, speaking uh, of that's, Sunday that's sessions, Hen, Everton yeah. Park, rooftop yeah. bar. You found this um, uh, and, and Maddie and Penny yeah, today it- at work were raving. I don't know if they've been, but they were raving about it. There's something with the north side and rooftop bars because I swear Nunda has two. Like they've built yeah, two in the last two years. They're obsessed with roofs. Mm. They're all they're fiddlers. They're now, fiddlers gonna, on the roofs. I'm gonna go out on a limb. Rooftop bars in winter, windy, bit cold, bit exposed to the elements. Rooftop bars in summer, unless you've got good shade, probably getting sunburn. And and you and I burn here. They're really We're, an autumn thing. Yeah, that's I think that's very bad. They're probably a May thing. A May okay, or thoughts or on. Thoughts on a rooftop bar in winter, not a windy night. Yeah. Heaps of those big boy gas oh, heaters. big boy gas heaters. Okay. No, you've sold me. You've sold me. Big um, boy gas heaters makes all the difference. And they've got to be big boy ones. We're not talking, we're not talking little boy. Cheapies. I don't mean a dinky little, you know, space oh. heater thing. I want, I want you to be like shoveling coal into the yeah. furnace of this heater. I want... You know, in Titanic, when come. they go into the yeah, engine yeah, room, and yeah. it's like the huge. I want that. I want the star. I feel like the, I want to yeah. be. I actually, you know, what I actually think is the sign of success of a big boy heater. You get a mm. bit burnt, like you go home and you're like a you're bit hot. flushed, like you're, you're a little bit too hot. That's the way. Oh, I want my flesh to be charred. Mm. I want to be yeah. walking out of there like a shish kebab on a stick, mm. bro. Well, even but yeah, this it's sorry. not a rooftop bar, but Nogra. Um, where friends of the show and real life friends Sam and Mitch moved, they've got a couple of little trendy like breweries and bars and stuff. I, I think, mm. I reckon the north side likes exactly two places to drink in your suburb and no more and no less. So true. Well, Tito or Teto, not sure who it is, hot yeah. little tip came in uh, from several people actually saying there's this rooftop bar in Everton Park that has absolutely no business slapping this hard. People love it. I do believe that one of George's friends held a birthday there. And really? I think the reaction amongst everyone was Everton Park, you reckon? And then got there and they were like, it's like a wormhole into the city or the valley. Or dare I say, friggin' Manhattan, mate. And I'm having a look at the Instagram of this thing. They look like they've got lovely yeah, burgers. Yeah, mate, it looks good. Like, it's, uh, it looks like it gets the job done. Like, it's got... I mean, they've clearly recruited an Instagrammer or two to come in and give it a little, nah, one of the little enough. baby boosts. Probably, probably what, like, Ivy Blue was gunning for. I'm going to name, I, she's not an influencer at all, this girl, she's got like a thousand followers. <laughs> Immy Sprague. Can out, shout out to Immy Sprague, who is Sprague. in one of their photos. Shout out to, oh, they do trivia. Listen oh, to yeah. this. Listen to this. Yeah, trivia at Teto 
We couldn't think of anything better. Oh, I like it. They're mucking around there. Oh, I like and I that. like that they're not pretentious enough for a silly rhyme. Yeah, yeah. You don't see 11 rooftop bar in the valley being like, they call it heaven, we call it 11. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. What I mean? Teto being I like, like this. fuck good. Jared Leto, have a beer at Teto. <laughs> you know, maybe that, there's one for you. I like that one a lot. This Teto is great, man. It, it looks like a good place. And again, this place looks like it has absolutely no business being in Everton Park. I can eat, like, I can't describe how much... So good on you, Everton Park. And I think we'll see more of that in Brisbane as we grow great. and we head towards the Olympics in 2032. Also, oh, great, uh, great uh, influence uh, for four. a fourth track, track four, for a rock record and nostalgic the, throwback. 2030. Track album. four. That'd be track uh, four of It's the Humidity. Track four. Uh, Everton Park the Hotel, best, Henry. Great albums. It's better than Exile on Main Street. Yeah. Everton Park Hotel. Neither of us have been. What do you reckon the vibe is? Never been there. What do you like? What do you like about it from the internet? Looking around at images, I'm going to say this, and I know this is a big call for you from the internet. Yep. I'm going to say this, a huge call. I think it's got Brun vibes. I think it's given me a little bit of Ooh. the Brunswick Hotel. Ooh, it's got a lovely deck, Hen. Have you seen this deck on the Everton Park Hotel? Pool table? Mm. Yeah, I've seen it. the deck. It showed nice. me its deck, man. Yeah, yeah, like like every funny ad where in New Zealand. I'm only going off deep. images alone, but looking at Google Images, I want to go there. It Big looks share. like it could be the Brun of well, the North. If you're Silver from Knight, the North, let us know. Sylvan and I knocked know. off the orderly art uh, hotel a couple of weeks. Basically, all I have to say, I don't think we really got. Oh, lovely. Uh, I I'm just going to look at some of the submissions we got. I don't really um, think, those, I think it was the Bedbow. Now, the Bedbow boys wanted to clarify as well. The Bedbow boys. There's a good cafe there. You, you say it. You do the damage. I'm just looking at the Breadbow boys and they said, I went to a good cafe there. Also, we do not support minions, the rise of Gru in suits. Fuck that. So sorry to the Breadbow boys for uh, associating them with the gentle minions. Uh, Carib said more like Cleverton Park. Very funny. Yeah. Zoe. And Zoe uh, just said it's a super small suburb, which based on the population, I don't know if that's no. correct. I think it's probably small in terms of size, hence why they're so concerned with uh, gathering troops, gathering reinforcements. <laughs> I do love, um, I do love the phrase "small in terms of size," as if that's not usually it's very. The, it's very uh, Trump reference of, uh, of measurement. Yeah, very uh, one of the wettest things small. we've ever seen from the standpoint of water. It's one of my yeah, favorite Trump quotes. Uh, and you've got a best. poster of him on your wall behind you. That's interesting. Yeah, a Pepe, and a Pepe the Frog meme. <laughs> little, little and, weird hen. and Joe Rogan, colleague of ours, yeah. uh, and nothing wrong with uh, being a proud boy, guy that doesn't always know brave. It's a group. <laughs> I just want my yeah. son to grow up to be a proud boy. I want him to be a proud boy. He, it's like a dad. Like he's like, I thought it was pride. I want him to be supportive of the LGBTIQ plus community. <laughs> I've got pride boys, queer son, uh, and and he's really proud. I took him along to a meeting wearing his rainbow hoodie, <laughs> and it was not what we it thought did it was at all. Go well. <laughs> We thought by running into the capital, there was going to be some sort of RuPaul drag race in there. Next minute, I'm trying to hang Mike Pence. Next minute, I've got to appear before some friggy committee. I got the Proud Boys a little wrong. Uh, just I thought the, it was Pride March. On the rainbow hoodie's hand, last thing I'll say, Spotlight, Everton Park. As a kid who dabbled in arts and crafts, Spotlight was like Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. It was phenomenal. Still love Spotlight. 
and also a great Oscar-winning film. Not great in terms of the subject matter. That's no. very bad. But wish great they didn't in have terms to make of the, the way they... Yeah. Oh, if it was a choice like between... Slave, it's like, I wish, you'd, I wish you didn't have to make it, but in the world where it happened, you told the story well. If I had a time machine where it was mm, like you yes. could either stop the events of Spotlight and 12 Years a Slave and yeah. lose those films or have those films after a really good, hard, long think about it, <laughs> I'd jump in that time machine. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably I'd watch the movies again because if I'm changing history, if I'd I'm jumping in them. the time machine, there's no time pressure on me. I could do it in like, like five oh. years' time. But like Mark Ruffalo was pretty good, wasn't he? I reckon I'd just watch it a lot for a year, and then at the end of the uh, year, I'd jump in the time machine and fix it. And I go, am I really? And I'll be like, I can only go myself. Am I really? Do I stand a chance at dismantling all this stuff? Mm, oh, I thought in movies. this one you could like go back and kill baby Hitler. Uh, I think you can, but I think even I think killing baby Hitler is a different thing to stopping slavery. I, I, if you had a time machine and it's like go back, your mission is to stop slavery. I, I can't <laughs> I don't, I don't say I can't start. say I'd know where to start. I'd probably want to like no. Let's not get into this. Uh, <laughs> let's <laughs> let's not talk about how these two white guys would have stopped slavery back in the day. One of the great one of the great savior complexes you'll ever see. Oh, uh, no, no, no white saviors here. Uh, Hen, should we ask the big old question about EP Everton Park? Love to. I'm going to say it doesn't. I think it has a lot of fun. I think it has a great time. I think it, it goes to the rooftop bar. Maybe it gets grilled after. Maybe it gets five burrows after. I think it's, it's fun, but I don't think Everton Park fucks. I, there, there's nothing sexy about it to me, you know? On the strength of Teto, the rooftop bar alone, and the crowd that I would expect it to attract, real estate agents, yep. I think it fucks. Yep. Okay. Okay, a rare divide on this. I think you're right. I think Teto, it's like an like they've imported something that gives it a fucky energy. Um, I'm not saying it's good sex. Like it's not authentic. It's not loving. Yes. It's not even cool sex. I think it's no, like yeah, basic. I think it's basic real estate agent shirt unbuttoned down to your belly button, mm. a dress tighter than the scoreline of a good Origin game until we put a good couple of tries in in the end of the second half exactly. i think exactly. it's i think it's that vibe i think yeah it's go home have sex maybe not even stay the night maybe not even talk to each other ever again apart from a couple of instagram reacts occasionally flame 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 then flame. start what are you but doing I think, tonight? I think i think it's still fucks yeah no. yeah you are right. well i don't are you out in evident park no no i'm not i'm not at teto but i uh but i could be i'll be there you, you better. Uh, let's... Teto, I'll be at Teto, your big old pedo. Well, it's a city on a river and don't you ever forget it, kid. And that's all we've got time for, folks, on this uh, fairly efficient episode of Unpacking Brisbane. Um, certainly, you know, just organically as long as we scripted it uh, and not a reflection on uh, me as a human being. No. Because I have no reflection because I'm a vampire, Pence. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, spaghetti-oh. Well, that's why you were were making me donate blood to you and you're like, I'll drop it off at the Red Cross. Don't you worry. That is is why I was making you donate blood to me. Uh, Thanks for writing in, everyone. Thanks to the Bread Boy Boys. Um, Just so funny. 
Um, keep doing your thing, Breadbo. Keep doing. I did. No, I like the rejecting the minions. They're they're, they're danker than the minions suits. They're, they're, they're good ones. We like them. They're, they're good. They're good on your bread bows. They're, they're heirs to the throne, and yeah, and we're going to tell Patty about you. We'll yeah. tell Patrick um, about you. And I'd say, you know, well done to Patty Carrigan, but he's obviously our best friend from school anyway. So, um, he, no, he, we, don't need he, to, we don't need to put uh, that out in public. Probably, we like to keep that private. Probably when he's in the sheds uh, before playing a great State of Origin match, he's listening to unpacking uh, Tara Gindy because he can't miss an episode. It's a billion well, camp, mate. mate you'll you love joke, us. but... <laughs> you joke, but Zach Stubble T. Cook listened to an episode on the way to win a gold medal. So we, we do have a track That's record true. with That's athletes. True. I forgot about that. On his way to win a gold medal at the Olympics. Pretty cool. Zach Stubble T. Cook listened to us. Good man. We should talk about that way more. All right, mate. Go listen to the album, please. It's so bloody great. We're so proud of it. Thank you to Nelson. Thank you to Hamish. Thank you to Cam Smith from Incremental Records. It's a fucking ripping good time. And that's all we've got time for. You'll enjoy it. All right.